0: Hello and welcome to Gloucester Vineyard Church's podcast. My name's Daniel and I'm one of the pastors of Gloucester Vineyard and this week we're kicking off something a little different. As you may know, as a church we're going to be reading through the first book of the New Testament altogether, the book of Matthew between now and Easter. We're basically following Jesus from his birth to his death and we're going to be learning about him by following him on his journey. Each week, as a community, we're going to be reading a small chunk of Matthew at home in our own time and then on the Sunday morning we're going to be making pit stops to look back and unpack the previous week's reading. Now this podcast is here for anyone for whom the idea of sitting and reading a chunk of the Bible each week is a bit scary and honestly I can't blame you if that's the case for you. It can be a little bit daunting at first. So each week we're asking the Sunday morning speaker to record themselves reading the chunk of Matthew they are going to be unpacking so that you can either read along at home or just listen along while you do the washing up however you take part it doesn't really matter we'd just love to invite you along for the adventure to meet the real Jesus to hear him say and do all sorts of things some of them you will know and love others of them might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable but the beauty of encountering Jesus this way is that we allow him to speak for himself and our prayer is that as we all engage with the book of Matthew this term that is that Jesus would come alive for us all in a fresh way So this week I'm kicking things off. Uh, We're going to be looking at the longest chunk of Matthew in our whole term. We're going to be reading the chapters 1, 2, 3 and 4 and I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation or the NLT for short. So if you want to read along at home you can pause this and find it for free on your Bible app or on Google. This is a record of the ancestors of Jesus the Messiah, the descendants of David, and of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nahshon. Nahshon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abijah. Abijah was the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Jehoram. Jehoram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz? Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh was the father of Ammon. Ammon was the father of Josiah. father was the father of father of Jeho, Jehoi, Jehoiachin. Jeho, Jehoiachin. Jehoiachin and his brothers, born at the same time, of the exile to Babylon, after the Babylonian exile, Jeho, hard name was the father of even harder name Sheht Sheal Shieltil, good Lord, Shieltil Sh- Sh- was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abi- Abiud. Abiud was the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Akim. Akim was the father of Eliud. Eliud was the father of Eleazar. Eliezer was the father of Mathan, Mathan was the father of Jacob, Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. I bet you're glad I read that. All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian exile, and 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. The angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit and she will have a son. You are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophets. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded, and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem in the land of Judea, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you, who will be a shepherd for my people Israel." Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men and he learned from them the time when the star had first appeared and then he told them go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child and when you find him come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. When it was time for them to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. After the wise men had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realised that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said, take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel. Because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid to go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophet had said. He will be called a Nazarene. Now in those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, he is a voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food he ate locusts and wild honey. People from Jerusalem and from all Judea and all of the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptised them in the Jordan River. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees, that's kind of shorthand for religious church leaders, when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to watch him baptise, he denounced them. You brood of snakes, he examined, who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you've repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe, for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing, for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. And now the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. I baptise with water uh, those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I am not worthy even to, to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into the barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptised by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptised by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptise him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Then Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No. The scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said if you are the son of God jump off for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. Next the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, for the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil went away and the angels came and took care of Jesus. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested and left Judea and returned to Galilee, he went first to Nazareth, then left there and moved to Capernaum beside the Sea of Galilee in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. In the land of Zebulun and Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death casts its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little further up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father Zebedee, repairing their nets, and he called to them too they immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus travelled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom, and he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick, and whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralysed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the Ten Towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. So, there we go. That was the first four chapters of Matthew. I hope you enjoyed that. Please feel free to read and reread these chapters over the coming days. And please join us at our gathering on Sunday, where we will unpack these chapters together. You can find all the details you need on our website www.glostervineyard.org